All right, it's the Keep to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees lose again. They lose to the Angels 5-1 to on Tuesday night in Anaheim, a night after losing 4-3 to in 10 innings in a game in which they led 3-1 to with seven outs to go and couldn't hold that lead, couldn't score, couldn't hit on Tuesday as they score one run in a loss and get two hits. Two hits. That's it. Just two hits and one run against an Angels team that they've now scored four runs against in two games and 19 innings. A team that allowed 28 runs over the weekend in three games to the Astros. An Astros offense that doesn't have Jose Altuve, doesn't have Jordan Alvarez, hasn't had Michael Brantley for a single game all season, putting up 28 runs on this Angels pitching staff that everyone seems to put up runs against. Just like everyone seems to put up runs against the Rockies because they're the worst team in the NL. And in Colorado, the best-hitting ballpark in the major leagues. But the Yankees couldn't do anything there either without the help of errors and without the help of automatic runners and extra innings. So just another abysmal, disgusting display from the Yankees on Tuesday night as they lose their third straight game. They've lost 8 of 10. If you go back to the first week of July last year, they're now 94-94 and in their last 188 games. So... You keep hearing from Aaron Boone how this is a tough stretch, how they're better than this. They're not better than this. There's a 188-game sample size that suggests they're not better than this. All it does is tell you this is who they are. They're an average, mediocre, 500 baseball team. That's who they are. They're not any better than that. And they're getting closer to being just 500 this season as they're fortunate that everyone else in the division lost. On Tuesday, Baltimore lost to the Dodgers, the Rays lost to the Rangers, the Red Sox thankfully lost to the A's, and the Blue Jays lost to the Padres, so they didn't lose ground in anyone, but they didn't make up ground in another day, and another game came off the schedule that has a finite amount of time and a finite end date, 162 games. You don't just get to keep playing until you make up the ground, as Aaron Boone seems to think, because that's all he ever talks about is how they're going to get it going. They're going to turn the corner. They're going to find it. There's always tomorrow for him. Until there's not. Until you run out of time. And they're running out of time. They're running out of time. 66 games left in the season. That's not a lot of time. To erase the deficits that they have. And granted... The wild card game deficit isn't that big. It's two and a half games. But do you think this team's going to be better than Boston the rest of the way, who they're one and five against? Are they going to be better than the Astros, who are going to get Altuve back? They're going to get Alvarez back. They hope to get Brantley. And they've also done it without Jose Arquiti and Luis Garcia and Lance McCullers. The Astros are going to get healthier, and then they're going to go out and they're going to make deadline moves because they always do, and the moves they make always seem to help them. Are they going to be better than them? Are they going to be better than the Blue Jays, who finally lost the game on Tuesday? Because those are the teams they need to be better by. The division's gone, and the first wild card are gone. So they have two paths to the postseason, and there's four teams fighting for it in the Yankees, Toronto, Houston, and Boston. They need to be better than two of those three teams. Maybe the Angels will catch them because now the Angels are 500. They're right behind the Yankees. This is a bad team. It's been a bad team for a long time. This isn't a go get Cody Bellinger at the deadline and that'll fix everything. 
They're not one bat away. They're not one starter away. They're not one reliever away. They have to fix more, probably more than two-thirds of the team to be a true contender. And that's impossible to do at this point in the season. It's impossible to do, period, with the way the roster's constructed with the contracts they've given out. And all you keep hearing about is how they've got a collection of really good players with a track record of players who have had successful careers. That's nice. They've had successful careers. They were really good players at one point. They're not anymore. But that's what Aaron Boone will tell you. We got to fight. Like, we got really good players in there. And a lot of guys that are going through a tough, tough stretch. There's one really good position player on the Yankees, Aaron Judge, and he hasn't played in six weeks. Other than that, they don't have any other really good players. John Carlos Stanton, yes, he was a really good player. But he's got an OPS in the mid-700s over his last 638 plate appearances. Anthony Rizzo, yeah, he used to be a really good player. But Thursday will be the two-month anniversary of the last time he hit a home run. He has a 504 OPS in his last 178 plate appearances. DJ LeMahieu, yeah, he was a really good player. He's not anymore. He's got a 708 OPS in his last 1,544 plate appearances. That's basically three seasons of plate appearances. He has a 708 OPS. Glaber Torres has never been a really good player outside of when the ball was juiced in 2018 and 19. Harrison Bader is a below-league average hitter for his career. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa is a joke. The two catchers are jokes. Oswaldo Cabrera has been one of the worst everyday players in Major League Baseball this season. And then you've got Anthony Volpe and Oswald Peraza, who are kids, who you don't expect to go out there and carry the team. That's the roster. That's the offense. There's no really good players in there, except for the one guy that hasn't played since the first couple days of June. No one knows when he's going to return. No one knows what he's going to be like when he returns. And that's what they're hanging their hat on and holding, holding out for. One guy. It's a baseball team. So reliant on one guy and one bat. And Aaron Boone gets so pissed when, he keep, when they keep bringing up the record. The media keeps telling him about the record with and without judge. He gets so mad. But the team is one guy. It was one guy last year. Without him having arguably the best offensive season in the history of the sport... They don't make the playoffs. He single-handedly carried them through the entire second half of the season. Boone doesn't want to hear that. No, that's, that's what the story is. So we can correct it. We got the players to do it. We have players with track record to do it. I understand that's the story, and it's fair for this year. We've been through stretches in 19 where we were down Judge and G and kept on banging and those guys in that clubhouse are very capable. It's coincided with, with obviously, the game's best player out. But So that's the story. But we're capable still. We got we to gotta find it. Now, Boone's talking about 2019. That was four years ago. Four years ago. An eternity in baseball. That was when Judge got hurt in April, oblique injury, when Stanton missed basically the whole season. He only played 18 regular season games. But what Boone doesn't tell you there is that LeMahieu was an MVP candidate. Torres was a budding superstar. We didn't know how juiced the balls were at that point. Luke Voigt had an 842 OPS. Mike Talkman was Mike Trout for a month. Gary Sanchez hit 34 home runs. Brett Gardner hit a career-high 28 home runs. Yeah, they got career years from everyone on the roster. And also, the league was top-heavy. You look at the AL East that year. The Yankees won 103 games, and the Rays won 96. The other three teams weren't good. 
The Red Sox had a World Series hangover. They were barely over 500. The Blue Jays hadn't arrived. They lost 95 games. And the Orioles tanked one of the worst teams ever with 108 losses. So they got career years from everyone on the roster, and they rarely played competitive teams. That's how they were able to withstand losing Judge for an extended period of time and not having Stanton for basically the whole season. Not because the guys who they have now were there, and the guys who they have now that were there were different players than they are now. But Boone doesn't want to tell you that. He just wants to keep telling you about the moral victories of this team. The other day, he said he saw a lot of good things from the Yankees as they lost. Then on Tuesday, he cites what he saw from the offense against Griffin Canning. Last night against Canning, you know, he, he kind of shut us down, but we at least made him work hard to do it. You made him work hard? Wow, that's great. You made him work hard to strike out 12 Yankees, a career-high 12 strikeouts for Canning in a Yankees loss. I hope everyone feels better knowing that they made him work hard. Couldn't, couldn't score more than three runs against the Angels, but they made the pitchers work hard. Because the care factor is so much. What is the care factor? What is care factor? That's the most fake, unmeasurable trait you could think of. Here I am thinking wins and losses are what matters in professional baseball. All Aaron Boone wants to talk about is the compete and the care factor of his players. It, and, it's, and it's on all of us. On me, on the coaches, on staff, on players. That is the first time Aaron Boone has ever taken any blame as Yankees manager. That's what accountability is. If he did more of that, fans would actually like him and respect him. But he never does it. And that's probably the only time you'll ever hear him say, it's on me. Because it's never on him. It's always on someone else. It's always on the players. It's on the pitching coach. It's on the pitchers. It's the hitting coach who they fired so they could get his buddy in there. It's never on him. Well, it's going to be on him. If they don't turn it around. If they don't start scoring runs. If they don't make the postseason, he can't survive this. You can't survive having the highest payroll in the American League and not reaching the playoffs when 40% of the league gets in. You can't survive it. So they better figure it out. They've got a chance on Wednesday with Carlos Rodon, his third Yankee start. Angels are throwing a guy who's made 16 career appearances and has a 6.08 ERA. If the Yankees can't hit him, if they can't salvage the last game of this series before they head home, then there's really no hope for this team. Right now, hope is hanging by a thread. If they don't win on Wednesday, just pack up the bats and balls, and we'll see you next season. So that'll do it for today. Yankees-Angels series finale on Wednesday night. If you're going to stay up late for it, you're probably making a regrettable choice. Uh, but if you, if you don't, I'll be back here to talk about it on Thursday. So thanks for listening. Talk to you after the game.